This week on Around Awakening, your first event, 14, and our local swing party. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Patreon supporters receive a free version of the audiobook Polyamory Toolkit, as well as ad-free early access to the podcast, free ebooks, exclusive chat, and other content. Check out all the options at eroticawakening.com. And thank you to all of our supporters. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. I said hi, Dan, last week, and it didn't make any sense. I wasn't here? Correct. And I don't normally say hi, Dan, anyway. So, well, that makes sense. Where where was I? Oh, I was at a, um, a women's retreat. You were. And we actually have a... Uh, episode on sacred sexuality coming up. Was that anything to do with your women's retreat? You know, we talked a bit about sexuality and some of the leaders, uh, uh, two women that ran this are actually on the Kadoshka path, which is the Native American twisted hairs strand of sacred sexuality. So we did talk a little bit about that as it affects older women, because all of us there were over 50 by some fluke. And um, wasn't supposed to be. It's not like it was advertised for that or anything, but that is just how it worked out. Cool. Well, I guess we'll hear more about that when we talk about sacred sexuality. Awesome. Uh, today, we are not talking about that. We are talking about, and you brought this up, that a lot of people have, now that we are in the land of people acting like we're post-COVID, I'm not going to say. We're not post-COVID. But we start, <laughs> we're all acting like it. At or least. kind of, and some events have come back. They have. And a lot of people it just started exploring the lifestyle in the past two years, or for other reasons, have never actually been to an event. Right. We were actually um, thinking we were going to be presenting at an event, and we just found out we're not. Though, we are presenting at like eight of them that we're already scheduled for over the next year, right? So, um, you know... But uh, this other event, we thought we were going to be presenting at one of our patrons had thought that they were going to go, right? And they've never been to one. Their girlfriend's never been to one. And um, it's because they found BDSM during the pandemic. So they haven't had a chance to go. So my thinking was, is that if they asked me questions about what to expect or how to be prepared what would I tell them? Mm-hmm. Right? So. And thus, we have an episode for this week. And certainly, you and I have been to over. Hundreds of We've events. been to hundreds of events. Um, and the ones that have been most. I mean, we're not really going to delve into what it's like to go to an event during pandemic. We did one or two where things were still a little etchy. These are just normal events we're going to talk about today. Right. Um, and. A lot of people have, it's really funny. You see the pretty much, this is my first event. I have a question and it's really the same general questions that people ask. It, well, and, and it is the same general questions, but it all, it's also a few more questions than what we would have had at the beginning because we have more platforms and more resources to even get information from, which leads to more questions or more answers because they don't know to ask the question. Well, we're going to give you guys the answers and the questions. And we'll start off with, I'm going to start off with at least, 
The most popular one I ever always see is what should I wear? But actually, let's take a step to describe what we mean by an event. And in this case, we're not talking about a, a one-off play party or a class, but we're talking about one of these, ho these events that generally take place in hotels or conference centers and go for multiple days. Maybe it starts on Friday and goes all Friday and all day Saturday, maybe ending Saturday night, maybe even bleeding into Sunday some. Yeah, ours used to bleed into Sunday, so, um, but not all do. And you're right. The first question is usually, what should I wear? And I can remember um, trying to be funny with someone when they asked me, and I was like, well, you should probably wear clothes. They didn't think that was too funny because, like me, that was my first question as well. At the first house party we went to, I'm like, am I supposed to wear leather or fetish gear or, you know, flip-flops? And me, I wanted to wear something that was easy to get out of, but covered me. And, you know, so all these things. And, yeah, that is the first question that we usually get. And I'm actually going to answer that. For most of the events that we go to, people wear whatever. You can wear shorts and flip-flops, and especially during the workshops during the day, right? People wear shorts and flip-flops, assuming the weather's, you know, right for it, or even not because they're in a hotel, which is heat. People wear, um, usually they're not naked during workshop time. It's usually covered. And I've seen people wear pajamas, mm -hmm. sweats, shorts, skirts, fetish wear, leather, all decked out and everything in between. So it's what you're comfortable with. One of the things you have to think about, though, is, is it a hotel takeover event? I mean, look at their dress code. You'll be signing a waiver, usually, that says, I promise to be covered up when I leave the event area, right? So make sure you bring a cover-up of some sort. You are dressed in fetish wear because... You don't want to out people at the event. One of the events uh, that we go to fairly regularly, they actually have multiple events going on in the hotel at the same time. Very large hotel. Mm -hmm. And obviously just one kink event, but you're you're riding in an elevator from your room with a variety of people going to a variety of and different maybe events. Kids. And we've Absolutely. been cheerleading events there. And even the event we used to go to in D.C., there was a huge hotel lots of events there would be cheerleading competitions swing dance competitions all kinds of stuff going on so you don't want to out the event and you don't want to out the other people at the event so another thing to think about is, is um your name tag a lot of people will ask you to flip your name tag put it away or you know whatever when you leave the event space so i would say you can wear almost anything you want to, just cover it up when you leave the event space and go from there. Right. Be comfortable. Um, and certainly when it comes to the play party at night, which most events have some sort of a, a gathering at night, a play party, again, you'll want to be, you know, what, what do you want to wear to the play party is up to you. Whether you want to wear fetish wear, most events allow nudity if that's your jam. Bring a towel if you're going to sit somewhere. Um, or wear something really kinky, or again, your jeans and a black t-shirt is your standard dom wear. You will fit right in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, really, you, you can't go wrong. You're not going to be out of place. I, 
can't say I've ever seen anybody wear anything and I'm like, wow, they look out of place. Up into a very nice tailored suit and tie all the way down to a diaper. Exactly. So, you know, this is your chance. I mean, if you have fetish wear or lingerie or whatever, or even just, man, I wear fun fun knee-high socks, short skirts at this point with corsets, right? People wear kilt. People wear, you know, gowns. People wear all kinds of stuff. This is your chance to um, play with some of the stuff you wear. There's times I wear my black skirt, white shirt, leather vest, and my leather boots if we're in a more of a leather atmosphere. So... And I want to point that out, too. Like People, well, what if I'm going to a leather event? Do I have to wear leather? Absolutely not. Everything that we just said applies for leather events as well. We'll, we'll see. Now, granted, at the leather event, you're going to have 80-plus percent of the people wearing a vest, wearing corsets, wearing leather, you know, the boots. Uh, so if you're of a mind that, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable unless I look like everybody else, that's something to consider. But again, for a simple jeans and a simple T-shirt is just going to fit in just fine for these leather events as well. And I don't often wear my leather boots at leather events e anymore either, simply because the way we travel, the way we move, I am more comfortable um, in, in black loafers. In black loafers. <laughs> Same. So, and I tend to wear fuzzy socks. Now, the next one I'm going to answer is a question that you're not asking, perhaps. The question of how do I take care of myself? Because what we find out is a lot of people don't even think about it. They just go and go and go and they have a wonderful time until they suddenly realize that they haven't taken a shower or they haven't eaten or they're not getting enough sleep. And then they have these big crashes. So one of the things that I recommend you think about is make sure you do give yourself, and I get it, right? This is a brand new experience, or maybe it's not a brand new experience. You're still having a, you know, just you're, you want to have a good time while you're there. You want to be involved and all that's wonderful, but do take a moment to take care of yourself. Um, they, there was an old saying that I can't recall, but it's something like, make sure you eat three times a day, make sure you shower get... once a day and sleep at least six hours or something like that. Right. So, and, and I don't remember the numbers either, but yeah, absolutely. This is going to feel like coming home for some of you. <laughs> you are going to feel like, oh my God, I'm accepted. Oh my God, this is where I can be my true self. Wow, I can be naked. Wow, you know what? And you're going to embrace all these chemical changes and dopamine hits and, you know, all this thing. And um, it's going to be super exciting and very overwhelming. So, yeah, there's, um, we know someone that recommends to have like um, a safe spot built into your hotel room. And this is why we recommend staying at the hotel. Save money by driving back and forth to home or a cheaper hotel. Right. But if you stay at the hotel, you always have a safe place to go nap, to go change clothes, to, to have your snacks, to just go take care of yourself. Absolutely. So um, another one. Okay, so here's a couple of quickie logistical ones. Okay. First of all, most of you guys are on FetLife. When you're on FetLife, that's usually where you see the event at. Read the rules. They usually post the rules, right? 
if they have not advertised where the address of the hotel is, once you register and you know the address, don't give it out. They keep it secret on purpose, right? So they don't they don't want that information out there. Um, like I said, that life. See, we didn't have that life when we got started. Mm -hmm. We didn't have these resources. Um, another thing to do is to join the group for the event. So there will be a lot of information on the FET group. And if you have questions, you can start your own thread, right? So you can ask, what do people usually wear? Or what can I expect? Or what are the classes? Who are the presenters? You know, um, uh, are there any lunchtime roundtables? So, and they will update you as more and more um, information becomes available. So use FetLife. Another thing on FetLife that some events will do, I know AIS did this in Columbus, is they will have a group or at least a thread or a post-it or a something on the FET group of top-seeking bottoms or bottom-seeking tops for play. Yeah, this is a great opportunity to not only get there, you know, you get there, you're at an event, you're experiencing the event, you're experiencing the play space. But if you want to experience some play, this is a great way to put yourself out there and say, you know what, I would love to be flogged at this event. Here's who I am. Anybody interested in flogging me or vice versa, say, you know, I'd love I'm a great needle play top and I really enjoy doing needle play. Would anybody there like to do needle play with me? A lot of the times those threads, they're not negotiations, but they are introductions to people that may be interested in the same kind of play you are. I've actually had a lot of luck just recently at the last couple of events with these threads. And normally I don't put myself out there like that. And I said, yeah, this is, I'm going to go for it. And last couple of events I've, I've put myself out there and I've had great luck and had some really interesting scenes. So indeed, same. I've put myself out there and, and had some great scenes and met some great people. So um, just something to keep in mind of how to find play now. If you're going to play at your first event, um, try to get some knowledge under your belt. So make sure that you know what consent is, right? That you don't touch other people without permission, don't touch toys without permission. Um, make sure you know some dungeon etiquette, like don't step into other people's spaces, don't talk loud in the dungeon, um, things like that. So you want other people to have pleasant experiences as well. So just some knowledge, knowledge like that. A lot of these events will have, because they are uh, groups of people that necessarily don't necessarily know each other. Obviously some people know each other, but there's a lot of people from, um, different parts of the, the, even different parts of the world, but likely different parts of the nation that are gathering together. A lot of these events in their play space. They will have um, play space monitors, and it's not unusual for them to be wearing orange vest. Feel free to go up and ask a play space monitor if there's like, hey, am I allowed to do this or should, is it okay to do this? Feel free to go up and ask somebody. That's what they're there for. Indeed. So um, try to, and if you don't have experience with this stuff, there's usually 101 classes available at the beginning of the event. So 101 classes or oh, it's your first time to this event. Make sure you attend this class. We'll go over the rules, we'll mm -hmm. go over what to expect. We'll go over how to take care of yourself, things like that. 
And then some other things that you want to at least have a little bit of knowledge about. And I'm going to tell you, on FET, there's all kinds of posts. There's blog posts. There's all kinds of stuff where you can get this information. Probably some of our old podcasts. I know at least my next two words I'm going to use. We have podcasts mm-hmm. on. And that's negotiation and aftercare. Yep. So um, if you're going to play, try to have a little bit of knowledge about negotiation. Try to have some knowledge about aftercare, which is what you might need. You may not know what you want, right, or what you need for aftercare, but at least be aware that it exists. So just some things like And for me, I have found it super useful to take, take the next day off work. Mm-hmm. Kind of give yourself time to get a little extra sleep readjust to being back in the real world um i tell you it's just been i always regret when i don't take that extra day i hear you and then like on tuesday after a weekend event i would start crying for no reason and not have a clue what's going on and then i figured out sub drop right or event drop now if i've gone into a scene where power exchange is involved or it's been a rough scene, or it's been a cathartic scene, or anything like that, I am going to experience sub-drop. But even if I haven't played, I still experience drop. I, I experience event drop, right? I've been in a place, like I, like I said before, I've, I've been in a place where I've been able to allow my naughty self to come out and see naked people and play with my being naked. Wait, play with myself being naked. Yeah, I've that's, that's legit. naked in the dungeon before. So, you know, and all these things. And, and you've allowed this piece of yourself to come out. And then you go back to the, quote, real world. And it's hard sometimes. So I would experience drop my, my chemical high, my body chemical high from the weekend would be crashing and... So I had to learn how to take care of myself. Now, for me, I take care of myself by getting busy again. I start with a new project. I start getting excited about something to lift, you know, those endorphins and stuff and uh, try to work it that way. And that, that can work sometimes. Do you experience drop after events? Absolutely. Although I don't particularly normally get weepy, but I certainly get uh, not only is there energy, you know, the, the general physical tiredness but it's not too unusual for me to be a little bit short tempered i was gonna say crank sure cranky <laughs> um and that is probably due to just the the length the energy put into the event and then just having to face being back in what we call the real world again mm-hmm. um again that's one of those reasons i take off that that extra day to give myself time to cycle through all that emotional and physical and get it all calmed down again yeah so i think i think the only other thing i can think of to recommend with a new event is to take classes and now so right so we said take care of ourselves because i'm sitting here thinking oh take classes they offer so much great stuff so make sure you take all the classes oh wait schedule naps (laughs) all the classes so schedule naps um, and then the last thing that I will recommend is that you don't have to go alone. Go with a friend. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a friends that want to go, go with your friends, Dan and Dawn. Because we are going to events in California, Maryland, 
Texas, Toronto, Pennsylvania, Detroit. If you are near any of those places and want to know what event we're going to, let us know. We are happy to get you involved and we are happy to walk you through what the event's like, meet you there, introduce you to all the naughty people that we know there, and just make it generally easier for you. I don't want to repeat the list of places that we're going to go, so how could I find out where we'll be? Keep up with all our events, book news, and discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And you'll get your EA shout-out like Pamela. Awesome. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. So, Don, recently you and I, uh, we are still in the southern Arizona uh, for another week or two yet before we continue our journeys. And we made it to our first local swing party. House swing party. House swing party. Oh, my gosh. It's been forever since we've been to a swing party. So, um, a house swing party? We haven't been to a swing party. in Like an for, event like we talk about. Yeah. Oh. I don't think we've ever done a swing event like that. Um, the closest would probably be Dark Odyssey. Because it is swinging and church sure. and power exchange and sacred sexuality. And all the things, but no, not a not a, just a swing hotel event. But we did make it to another house party, mm -hmm. and uh, it's really funny when people will ask you, "Oh, like is this your first house party?" No, we've been to one ten years ago or some something <laughs> like that. It's really been a long, long time. Mm -hmm. um, very nice time and nice people. It is very one of the fears I think people have about going to these is will. You know, I don't look like Ken and Barbie. Will I fit in? And it was really neat to see a great range of people, sizes, shapes, oh, ages, yeah. a lot of diversity. So very happy about that. Um, I had an enjoyable time. I just kind of hung out. We didn't hook up. We didn't play with anybody. But uh, it would have been fun to uh, fuck in the voyeur room have people watch us. Absolutely. That would have been fun. You know, it was actually kind of neat telling us is very woman-led mm -hmm. i didn't see any of the guys asking to play or fuck the women it was the women that was like pulling off their shirts going i'm ready sort of thing so for the few that we saw well now the advice that i was given was that if especially if you're I actually asked a lot of questions about how I do I, that. as a male-bodied person, talk to a female-bodied person without feeling scummy, right? Because, you know, I don't want to, like, I asked, I said, I asked some of the female-bodied people, I said, don't you just feel like every guy here talking to you is just talking to you because they want sex? And they reminded me that they were there because it was a swing party right. and they were there for sex. <laughs> <laughs> so they very much said men should absolutely speak up. Some people will just right off the bat and say, hey, you want to go fuck? And other people will be get to know somebody a little bit first. Um, and they said there's no wrong way to do it. That That's why everybody's there. So don't be a, a prude, so to speak. Indeed. So, well, all I know is that there was about 25 of us there, 25, 26 or something like that. We actually most of the evening getting to know each other. So that was kind of neat. I absolutely uh, had a wonderful time getting to know one particular uh, fine lady who I totally failed to hook up with. But that, again, 
was on me because we like mm-hmm. lost energy. We was like, yeah, let's just go home. Did you get to see the naked pictures of the person I was dressed in with her first um, experience with Shamari? I did. Did you? Yes. Did you get to see them? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I didn't know if you were you were around at that time because you and I kind of went different directions yes. for for a while. So that was kind of neat and wouldn't have happened twenty years ago. Absolutely, we held each other's hands. You know, like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And yeah, right. Before you hook <laughs> up, come find me and tell me the secret words and tell me how long and where you're going to be. And huh? this time it was like, yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> Take a shower if you need to. Uh, I have no clue what you're talking about here when it comes to horny grandparents. <laughs> So make sure we don't forget to talk about 14, too. So, but uh, horning grandparents in Florida. So Ohio Hedgehog likes to send me weird links that he gets. And this is the one he sent me today. He said, uh, horny grandparents in Florida are now using loofahs to signal what kind of swinging sex they want. And loofahs are starting to take over the whole pineapple icon thing. So... Here's um, here's pictures, Dan. Let's see. Oh, so there's the there's the loofahs, and different colors mean different things. And here is a little TikTok video showing all the loofahs tied to the cars in this village, in this retirement village in Florida. So there is a chart that says if you see a white loofah, they're beginners. Don't go in expecting the full swinging package. There may be a learning curve. Purple means people like to watch you bang, while pink means they like to have sex in the same room as you. Yellow means proceed with caution, but expect a good time. Black means it's on like Donkey Kong, so buckle up, and teal means grandmas are into other grandmas. I don't know <laughs> if I'm buying That's I don't know, but um, no. look at these golf carts. What I'm, I'm not saying... <laughs> It's It's totally legit that people of our of grandparents have are do bang, right? They do have sex, um, and maybe oh, yeah. and they're, they're hooking up in retirement communities. I got no doubt about We're in that. We're fifty-five and older community. There are a lot of of people. Sure, <laughs> um, grandma. But I don't know that you don't maybe, think it. You don't think it's a thing? Might be. Who knows? I, I think we should go to this village and, and uh, do some research. Fair. Okay, I'll go for that. <laughs> uh, Don, as you know, uh, we started the, our first podcast just last year. No? Last year, huh? Well, actually, it was, I believe it was a February. And according to it this note, February. it was 14 years ago. 14 years ago. So... February 9th, I believe it was, or something like yep. February 12th. February 12th of 2009 okay. was our 14th, 14, 14 years ago. I, You know what? I hate saying numbers anymore because you kind of look at me sometimes going, 14 years? Oh, well, I'm done with that. Let's do something new. I don't think people would want us to get in the podcast. I don't think 14 years is one of those anniversary numbers where I'm like, oh, well, that's it for that one. You know, <laughs> maybe 20 years, we might say, wow. Well, but the reality is, um, I think we just keep going as long as we got something to say. Well, we do tend to have stuff to talk about, though. Every once in a while, we'll skip a week because we sit here and we're like, so what do you want to talk about? 
I don't know. Let's scroll through some threads and see if anything jumps out. And one of us will scroll FET, one of us will scroll Reddit, and we can't find anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a mistake of scrolling through. It is. Especially Reddit, where, um, well, we could talk about the Reddit BDSM advice on another day. Uh, today we have obviously don't know why girls octopuses wear condoms. What am I seeing? <laughs> Tentacles. So Ordeth and someone else. So a couple of people have sent me the cartoon, and um, the it's a cartoon of an octopus and a girl, <laughs> and the octopus is putting on condoms, but he's got eight legs. So he's putting on condoms and putting on condoms and putting on condoms and putting on condoms. And she's so excited and it's still putting on condoms. So she pulls out a book and reads. <laughs> Waiting for it to be done. And then Enigma and Traver and Bassanos. So all longtime listeners that are uh-huh. on our Discord channel. All posting great pics from tentacles to werewolves to, to um, what... Vagina casting looks like. Those were pretty interesting. Interesting. Mm. So all kinds of stuff, and and it is amazing. Oh, you're my wolf sex one. See, it's about being a beast. We could do a whole other show on that again. I think uh, episode one hundred is where we talked about why I like tentacle sex. I can't think of his name, though I can picture him. And he's a partner with Lolita. Neelan. Neelan. Um, broke down why I like tentacle sex. And uh, yeah, werewolves. There's Bell. So it's a beastie thing. Absolutely. <laughs> I just like you. <laughs> you know what? I think I need to figure out some role playing and some costuming. We need to do a rated X LARP. I've been wanting to do one of those for years. I'll, I'll dress up as a little red riding hood. And if someone could dress up as a wolf, I'd be. Take a moment to support the podcast. Read us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us on FitLife as Dan and Dawn. We are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or just use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and Discord. Or just email us, Dan and Dawn, at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dawn.